the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I hope you all had a nice Labor Day weekend. Restful. Uh, rejuvenating in some way, shape, or form. We will analyze all the headlines and news stories going on in central and western Ohio today here on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you with us on 94.5 in Dayton and on 98.9 here in Columbus. In Columbus over the weekend, uh, while most eyeballs were attuned on Saturday night to Ohio State's season opener, nationally televised game with Notre Dame, uh, we were amid a weekend of uh, protests, and I don't really think it was civic unrest. Just there's a civic um, angst going on related to the shooting last week of 20-year-old Donovan Lewis. He was uh, wanted on a felony warrant for multiple charges. He did not answer the door when police uh, banged on it, yelled at it, uh, brought a police dog into his apartment. They finally uh, pushed open the door. He was in bed, face down, moved. Uh, A shot was fired, and uh, Donovan Lewis unfortunately died. And so uh, we have uh, a great deal of consternation in the aftermath of that. And we had, uh, on Friday when I last spoke with you, the promise of three different protests to be conducted uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those protests did indeed happen. Thankfully, they were... uh, Largely peaceful. I wouldn't say they were peaceful. The protesters blocked traffic. Uh, Someone tried to uh, do what I think it is reasonable for people to be able to do, which is use the public thoroughfares to get where they want to go. And, of course, because police are on edge and they are catering to the people who are uh, understandably upset that Donovan Lewis died, uh, they arrested the driver for trying to get through the protesters who were blocking an intersection. But it's nothing worse than that, at least nothing worse than that, has been reported so far. Uh, let's go through. So we had 100, and I don't know what to make of this, but these, these are the facts. You can make of it what you want. So we had an estimated 150 demonstrators Friday outside Columbus Police Headquarters. Then on Saturday... We had 100 estimated protesters at Goodale Park. And then on Sunday at the State House, we had 50 protesters. Now, uh, I've never attended a public protest. I've never been moved. I've never felt like uh, law enforcement or some public agency had done something that intruded upon my life in some way, shape, or form, or the life of someone else that I uh, held dear or supported, never felt uh, a cause uh, necessitated me to go forward and protest. If there's a protest outside Nationwide Children's Hospital, 
for doing gender-affirming surgeries or puberty blockers, rest assured, if I'm not on the air here, I will be there. So there are causes that I would definitely march in favor of. Um, And I don't know that Donovan Lewis is or isn't one of those causes. I just am willing to let the process unfurl that will tell us whether or not the police officer in this case will be charged. Uh, When I tell you that I think he will be charged, it's not because I think he should be charged. It's because the pieces are positioned such that I don't have faith in the people who are ordering this process that they will allow this officer not to be charged. I'm not speaking of Dave Yost, your attorney general, who's uh, in theory in charge of the Bureau of Criminal Investigation uh, examination of this matter. I'm speaking more of Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther, the city's inspector general, Jacqueline Hendricks Moore, police chief Elaine Bryant, U.S. Congressman Joyce Beatty. I think there are many forces that will bring great pressure that will result in some kind of charges being filed against the police officer who fired the shot uh, that we believe killed Donovan Lewis. Why do I say that? I actually was surprised that the attendance at the protest was as small as it was. We have a black male shot by police who died. We have body cam footage of it, so people saw how it happened. And it's very violent and very unsettling. Watching a real human being die is very unsettling to watch, no matter what that human being has done previously. It's difficult. It's not something we're used to, and maybe never become used to it, to see someone die right before our eyes and know that that's not a movie, that's not a television show, that's not a dramatic presentation. That's really someone's life ending right there in front of us. That's tough to watch. But that doesn't have anything to do with why I think the officer will be charged. The reason I think the officer will be charged is, as I said, because I think the people who have, who would have to stand up in front of the people who protested or of the people who believe this is a situation that is indicative of a larger pattern of violence of police officers against the citizen, specifically black citizens. I don't believe the people who are invested in this case and would have to stand up and courageously say, while this was a very bad result that no one wanted, it was by the book according to police procedures and the officer will not be charged. Andrew Ginther does not, in my estimation, have the strength of character to do that. I very much doubt that Jacqueline Hendricks Moore brought here from Detroit to be the city's inspector general at a salary very close to $200,000 a year. I doubt she wants that to be the first rendering of her first case that people are paying attention to. I doubt that Elaine Bryant, the black female police chief who came here from Detroit, wants to stand up and explain to uh, the people in her, uh, you know, in her audience who would be there in the audience at the time. I doubt she wants to stand up and say, no, this was by the book. Cop did the right thing. Two things can be true at once. It can be unfortunate that Donovan Lewis died. It can also be that he died as a result of a police officer rationally and reasonably 
drawing assumptions from his behavior on that night. That Those two things can be true. Those two things were true in the case of Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky. You say, wait, wait, somebody's been charged with that. Yeah, but it was not somebody who was there at the raid that night. It was not a police officer who was there at the raid. It was a police officer who did something afterward or something before. She was The police officer charged was not at the Breonna Taylor scene. So it's very unfortunate that a young woman loses her life. It's the case of Micaiah Bryant. Same thing as Breonna Taylor. A, a young woman loses her life. Very unfortunate. No one would argue against that. Police officer reacted according to his training. Yeah, also found to be true in the case of Micaiah Bryant. We don't know whether that'll be the case here. But I think there'll be great pressure brought to bear by the people who are invested in not having to answer the tough questions about, hey, why are you not charging this police officer? This is really the first big test of the Police Civilian Oversight Review Board, too. You think all those, you think Rich Nathan and all those people want to go out into the community of people who are like, oh, you're on that committee, man. You you make those cops straighten up and fly right. Do you really think they want to go into their constituencies with the tweets that they have shown how they feel about cops? You really think they want to go to their constituents and say, hey, no, no, this shoot, by the definitions of a police shoot, this was a good shoot. I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't. I'm not saying I want it to happen. I'm saying I'm here to tell you the truth, and that's the truth as I see it. Uh, Donovan Lewis's parents spoke Friday at the demonstration outside police headquarters, and his mother, Rebecca, uh, emotional, understandable, was crying and said he loved music, he loved to sing, he loved sports, he wanted to be loved, and he loved people unconditionally. He had so many friends in so many different walks of life. His father, Donovan Lewis's father, said he was so sweet and so kind, even when someone disrespected him, and there was a situation. He was so forgiving, and he would forget about it and still come to you and show you love. See, this is where it gets difficult to do what I do, because I'm sure that to the parents, those things are true. And I will freely acknowledge that we are all, all, very flawed individuals made up of a tapestry of complex and sometimes sometimes conflicting characteristics. It's never fun to be cast in a situation where you have to say things about someone who is no longer with us that seem like you are saying uh, mean things about someone who was tragically died. With that as a qualifier, let me just say that Donovan Lewis's police record conflicts with some of the things his parents said about him. There was a reason police officers were at his apartment on that night. There are charges against him, or were, for domestic violence against his pregnant girlfriend. Maybe he was having a bad moment then. Maybe that was not indicative of the kind of person he was 99.9% of the time. But that's the reason police were at his door. And we'll never really know why he didn't answer the door that night. They were certainly making enough of a ruckus for him to come to the door, but he did not come to the door. And because he did not come to the door, they had to go into his apartment with a dog. And when he still didn't come to the door, well, you know what happened after that. couple situations that have yet to resolve themselves. Very, very uh, heart-wrenching situations. Um, four-year-old girl Friday afternoon 
on Columbus's north side uh, fell into a retention pond uh, near her apartments, and she tragically died. That is, oh, that's just incredibly sad. I was driving through a neighborhood near my home last night, and uh, a lot of houses under construction, a lot of ponds. And I didn't even know about this little girl's situation at the time. And I said, man, you know, it just scares me to death. Like all these new homes, all these new families moving in, all these little kids moving in and all these ponds around here. And um, sure, I know it can be good, you know, for fishing and for, you know, just ambiance and stuff like that. But man, so many bad things can happen. And in that situation, uh, some the worst thing that could happen happened. And then we have a 15-year-old girl in Gehenna who went missing on Friday. I can only imagine... Um, the desperation uh, that her family is feeling, and they have not found her yet. This morning, the you may have heard over the weekend, people disengage from the news, so you're not, maybe not as dialed in over the news as you typically are, but a woman in Memphis, Tennessee, went missing while jogging Friday morning, and she's apparently an heiress to a billionaire's fortune. Uh, so I don't know if this is a random you know, act of violence, or if this was targeted, she was kidnapped, there was a car there, so this wasn't just like some uh, person who just grabbed her for whatever uh, depraved reasons he might have had. Uh, She was in the SUV that was there waiting for four minutes. So the SUV, they kidnapped her, shoved her into this SUV. She's in there for four minutes, which, you know, you kidnap somebody, you're getting out of Dodge right away. Uh, Her body has been discovered and identified. And it's a, you know, career criminal. 20 year vet uh 20 years in prison guy out and uh and she's gone she's a mom of two i believe so uh very very sad situations and then in columbus we had a situation like this in columbus over the weekend where a woman was driving her car sunday morning west mound street crazy guy with a gun bangs on the hood of her car he's got a gun so you know her reaction is certainly you know, you, you react, you think the guy's going to shoot you, so you can't just drive away, being careful of everything you do. He gets in the car. She calls 911 while he's in the car. And the cops apprehend him, and thankfully, he didn't shoot himself or anyone. So they apprehended him. Or that situation, you know, certainly that's your fear, that it ends like the situation in Memphis. So uh, there's just so much crime out there, and how much crime will be a front-burner issue for people. It's interesting to me, you know, that the midterm election's coming up. I think we're 62 days away. Uh, People talk about uh, suburban moms making a big difference in the midterm elections because, you know, thought that Trump is coming back. Trump is certainly dominating the headlines with Miralago, and he did get the special master on Friday, so he'll have an independent judicial person or top, you know, person with top security clearance looking at these documents they took from Miralago. The feds did not want that. Troy, uh, Trump wanted that, so that's maybe a win for Trump. Um, but how much will these suburban moms, these these undecideds, these swing voters, how much will they prioritize crime? I don't think if you prioritize crime, you can possibly think that the Biden administration is doing a good job on crime because when you look at cities, and I'm sitting in one right now, Columbus, Ohio, crime is as bad as it's ever been, and we are 100% across the board controlled by Democrats. Situation much the same in Dayton, much the same in Cleveland, much the same in Cincinnati, much the same in every major city. 19 of the top 20 major cities in the country are controlled by Democrats, city council, mayor, whatever. They're controlled by Democrats. Crime's out of hand. Who do you blame? Blame the people in charge. The people in charge are Democrats. 
University of Dayton students concerned for their safety. WHIO-TV reports, in eight days, three alerts have come from UD's Department of Public Safety for, you know, criminal behavior that sets off a kind of a campus-wide alert. Monday morning, the school said two female students reported five men approached them and started harassing them. And one of the women was groped before they could manage to get away. So this kind of stuff, uh, it's a horrible situation. So you wonder why the cops are on edge. This is why the cops are on edge, because crime is everywhere. You never know what a person has uh, on them, what they're going to do, what their mindset is. Are they rational? Are they irrational? Do they have drugs in their system? Are they whacked out of their mind? And then when things go bad, and they decidedly went bad with uh, Donovan Lewis when he was shot and died after cops showed up trying to serve a warrant. He wouldn't come to the door. His two men in the apartment wouldn't even claim, wouldn't even let the cops know there was another guy in the apartment. They wouldn't even tell them. Is there anybody else in the apartment? We don't know. We don't know. Huh? What? And one of the felonies that Donovan Lewis was wanted for was mishandling of a firearm. So, okay, he's got a pass with firearms. So I understand these kinds of situations. I also understand that I'm not emotionally invested in this individual's life because I didn't know him. I mean, I'm invested in his life because I hate to see a 20-year-old die. He's got a whole life ahead of him. But if you go down through the statistics in Columbus, I ticked them off for you last week. How many How many young black people under the age of 25, how many of them did I give you? One after the other after the other. 19, 19, 13, 14, 18, 23, 25. I mean, on and on and on. And the only time anybody in a position of authority like Stephanie Hightower at the Urban League or Joyce Beatty at the U.S. Congress, the only time they pay any attention at all to this, while black people, black young people are dying in Columbus virtually every single day, and they don't take any note of it or even feign as if they care until a young black man is shot by police because he was uncooperative with police. Then all of a sudden they're interested. Then all of a sudden we hear from, what's this new organization? Just. It's some kind of social justice thing. Supposedly been around two years. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Now we get a young black male shot by police. Oh, here we are. In the aftermath of Donovan Lewis's death, here, here, here is what just organizers, J-U-S-T, are demanding, demanding the immediate firing and arrest of the police officer. Yeah, that's an irrational request. Due process. The elimination of overnight warrants. (laughs) They want a separate investigation, separate from the one the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is conducting. The erasure of qualified immunity for police. So police, no qualified immunity for being a cop. Can't shoot, shoot somebody, line of duty, doesn't matter. More city funding for mental health and social services and less for public safety. No, they're not down. They don't want to defund the police. They just want less money for public safety. Isn't that the same thing? I think it is. And no canine teams. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.